With two crowns given out this weekend, we look at them and think, what's that in that closet over there? <laughs> Welcome to the Broken Hearts podcast. I am the host, Simon, um, filling in for Jarvie. I've only ever got positive feedback for doing this, so I was buzzing to do it again. Uh, I've got the skeleton crew in today. It's Paddy and Hammy. Hey. Woo. <laughs> I'd like to start up at the top by saying congratulations to Paddy, who completed university today with his final hand-ins. How are we feeling? Tired. Broken. <laughs> Not ready for adult life. Even at oh. 32. <laughs> It just gets good for here, Paddy. Don't worry. There's absolutely no issues in Edinburgh at all. <laughs> and Hammy, how are you? How's the family? Aye, good. So I started a new job last week and only found out last week that I get bank holidays off. So I was uh, gallivanting across Scotland today rather than wallowing in my own self-pity, which I usually do after Hearts games. So that was nice. Aye. Um, i seen some photos that looked very nice and very cute. Yeah. Very wholesome, a very wholesome bank holiday. Yeah, exactly. Very so, unlooking hearts. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just jump right into it with the the news from in and around Gorgie. Um, we've got some notes from Jarvie, so I'll give these a blast. I think the biggest thing is season tickets have opened up, so frozen prices for the fourth season in a row. It's that ridiculous. It's really good. Yeah, uh, even I mean, even a wee bit of me is like, no, take more, like, <laughs> one, like I, I want some good players here. So it's when I but, speak to my friends who have tickets at Hibs, and I'm like, you pay fucking how much? It <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes me be be very grateful and fair play to the club if if we can keep it low, keep it low. Yeah, it's a it's a great thing, especially uh, in these challenging uh, times at the moment, especially. Yeah. It came up and I thought, oh, fuck, I've not thought about paying for this. <laughs> Continuing on to next season tickets, the Gorgie Ultras have been given the section behind the goal in the Gorgie stand, which I believe is section X, lower section X. Yeah. yeah. So there's a bit of controversy here because obviously there's people have been receiving emails from the club saying your seat's now no longer your seat. Um, you can be assigned a different one. How, how are we feeling, Paddy? Um, I think obviously it's not great, but the Gorgie stand is the worst of the four stands, so they're going to get a better seat somewhere else. You've got to think, <laughs> think of the positives. Yeah, you got to take the that. positives from this. My first ever season ticket for about ten years, I think, was front row of the Gorgie, and I think Mac was a wee laddie. Eh? You wanted to be front row, and that's, you couldn't see fucking anything other than <laughs> the end of the pitch. Man. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. So. Yeah, I mean, it would be great for the Gorgie Ultras. I think nobody's... You, you can't make everyone happy with this one. There's always going to be people. But uh, they are freezing prices for three years as well at that at their current rate. I think it's bronze. It's the cheapest. So they can get a seat if they can in platinum and they're paying bronze ticket prices for three years, which I think is a good... Um, it's a good sweetener. You wouldn't be fuming. No. Yeah. 
So I think they've done. I think they've done it the right way. I'll be interested to see how it goes next season. Um, I always thought the Gorky stand was a bit problematic with hospitality up there and everything, but go for it, make the best of it, and uh, hopefully we'll see the entirety of the lower Gorky. Hopefully, yeah. I, I only see it as a positive thing. Obviously, it's frustrating if your seats were there and you liked having your seats there, and obviously your your match experience has been sitting there. It's not the end of the world. You're probably going to get a better seat, like Paddy said. Um, so yeah, what can we do? Good luck. Next season, though, we will not be sponsored by Umbro as the deal runs out. Any preferences on who we want to sponsor it? Is it just kind of whoever gives us the best deal? Whoever gives us the most money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. When I was younger, yeah. I used to be like, Nike or Adidas. Ah, exactly. <laughs> Purely Nike or Adidas. But see now, I couldn't care. I think some of the Umbro tops have actually been pretty fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there any sort of hint at who is looking at us? I would love to go back to the ninth, ninth, sort of late 90s and get Olympic sports back in if they still exist. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. Um, moving a bit further down the line, the, the Sky Sports TV deal, let's bring this up. So they've just signed a five-year deal with English Football League, which generates about a billion pounds for those leagues over the, um, over the five years. I'm not sure how that's distributed. I have no idea. But it really just shows you where their priority is in terms of where Scottish football lies within that. Yeah, it's like even like I watched the game in the house on Sunday and it's like they're not arsed that it's Celtic playing hearts. It doesn't matter who Celtic are playing. The whole build up was built around it being Celtic playing Sunday. There yeah. was no hearts representation whatsoever. It's just boring. Yeah, the annoying thing is they probably run it based on what they think is the best way for them to financially do it. Advertise to set like a Rangers fans. Yeah. Get them getting subscriptions. But it really just does make the game just undersells it so much and ruins the potential of everyone else. Yeah, I've I've got I had a thought last night, which is a dangerous thing for me. But... Are you sure you're <laughs> gonna share this, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> I'll share it. I'll share it when we get to the to the result of the game and what happened in the game. But I okay. thought about this last night. Cool, perfect. Um, let's look at some transfers coming in, potentially. I've got Lyle Cameron here. We've seen him play on Friday night for Dundee. Looked very good. Uh, that was a good game as well, actually, but no, he did look Phenomenal good. Phenomenal game. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be unhappy about bringing a player like that. I feel like that's a good type yeah. of player to bring in. Um, this, however, would not be a good type of player. <laughs> Scott Artfield. I 100% agree. This can get in the fucking bin. <laughs> yeah. Not really interested. There's a couple of free free agents supposedly leaving that club that might sort of be chucked about kickback for the whole summer, I feel. It, it's him, Scott Wright, and John McLaughlin. Interested in any of them? No. I, I would even I would have a hint, a slight in John McLaughlin, but I think if Gordon's back, nah, no point. Scott Wright, um, I'm pretty sure he played in the Europa League Cup final. I'd, yeah, I'd like us to just bring fresh people and actually want to not just get yeah. a paycheck every week, to be honest. I, I agree. I feel like um, sometimes these players can just be looking for a couple of couple of years on the payroll. Not saying any of the players we brought in from Rangers have done that. Andy Aldi looks pretty fucking good sometimes. <laughs> we clearly haven't learned our lessons, though, from the <laughs> Robert Snodgrass case of only two weeks ago. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Ah, let's let's have a dynamic, fresh young midfield rather than <laughs> yeah, bringing exactly. in some fucking old has-beens again. It, it just doesn't <laughs> seem to work. Like, let's just let's can this now. Somebody with legs, please. Aye. Yeah, I feel like we need to get more athletic. And when I look at those names, I don't really think that they do that. <laughs> That's it. Is he Scott Arfield? How old is he? He's thirty-five or thirty-six, I think. Yeah, so probably November. So next, if uh, next season he will be a thirty-five-year-old midfielder. <laughs> nah, let's. And John McLaughlin <laughs> again. Is he much better than Xander Clark? I don't. I wouldn't say. But so. the disrupting that he he would bring to Xander Clark, I don't know if it's worth doing it. Yeah, yeah. like. And, how about we like either look to bring in another younger keeper and give them a chance, or like produce a younger keeper, say. <laughs> <laughs> What's Harry yeah. Stone up to? <laughs> We've been hearing about how good him and McFarlane are for fucking years. So let's let's see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So moving on to what Paddy was maybe just about to bring up. We did play Celtic this weekend on Sunday, so they could put it on Sky Sports. <laughs> <laughs> and we got beat 2 0. And I thought leaving that game, I actually quite enjoyed the game. I there's not been a time where Hearts have been beaten 2-0 in the last few years where I've gone, we played really well and deserved a lot better out of that game than what we were dealt with. I thought I thought we were by far the better team in the first half. Yeah, agreed. I think up to that, and even maybe 15 minutes into the second half, I'm not quite sure, um, maybe even up until the goal, I thought we were fucking brilliant and I thought we dealt with the, the red card really well. Um, yeah. I'll go through how we lined up. So Xander Clark, obviously... Toby Sibic and Rolls at the back, uh, Cochran, left wing back, and James Hill at right back. Midfield of Cammy Devlin, Harron, and then a front sort of four of Oda, Shanklin, Mackay, and Janelli. All I'm saying, if we come out playing with that intensity, that energy, that sort of focus and attitude for the rest of the season, I feel quite good about going for a third. Obviously, it's not in our hands, so we can only do so much, but the performance against uh, Ross County last couple of weeks ago and that against Celtic, I think there's been a shift in attitude definitely that I can see anyway. I totally agree. There was a, there's a different energy. Like we're we're on the front foot and the players look like they want to play for Naismith as well. And I'm I'm still on the fence about making a manager, but he's getting a tune out of the players that he's got. Which Nielsen wasn't. You just like, simply basic things like playing with a bit of tempo, <laughs> getting in their faces. It's just it's it seems so fucking easy and how academic that wasn't happening. It's mental, but yeah, no. And some of the player performances. We, a few weeks ago, we were slating Hill, and he was one of the best players on the pitch at right back, yeah. and um, even like Saharing and Rolls and things, and we were all in Mackay. Being the big one as well, we were all saying, like, what's fucking happened to them? And it is, it's, it's night and day, man. It's, it's mental. Yeah, exactly. The the personnel in there has not really changed very much. We've got Oda, who's started to play under Naismith. <laughs> and, and that's kind of, he's been fucking class. Like, where's he come from? What's been going on? <laughs> we could have some talent on our hand with him, by the way. Like, he's still, like, he's still raw, but... Some of the things he does and the spaces he gets into, if he learns to finish and put a ball in the box, he'll not be at Hearts for very long. 
yeah, I yeah. think that'll just come with playing time as well, just getting used to used to playing with the other players and playing at that tempo. And it's a real test playing against Celtic. It's not the easiest of games. Yeah. So and he, he was came up trumps and I thought he was unlucky to get subbed, but you can make an argument for it really. There yeah. was um apparently he had taken a knock as well. Yeah, he was hobbling about a wee bit, but I know, you never know if that's you know, oh. just some of these players, you just you're just like, just fucking ignore it. Right. <laughs> and I make a point as well. I, I remember this guy's flown across the, half the world, doesn't speak yeah. the language, and so to be pulling off these performances right now is yeah, great. Yeah, I know we were all kind of thinking next season might be when we see the best order, but nah, he's he's been class the last two games that we've seen him, and hopefully it continues. So we'll dive into the the sort of flow of the game. I was fuming when we didn't score maybe in the first half hour, first 35 minutes. I thought, yeah. we are going to regret. It's easy to say now, but I really thought, oh, we're going to regret because Celtic just can any point turn it on, score a goal and whatever. I feel like if you're going to beat the Celtic squad, you maybe need like a two or three goal lead going into the last 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think... Especially because you're playing against 12 men. Oh. Should we just go there now? In a in a fucking room full of absolute idiots, Nick Walsh stands out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Who was it on fucking VAR again? Yes, Willie Collum. Willie Collum, man. This this was yeah. Fuck them all, man. Honestly, there's, there's so, bad. so much, so many different parts that are so wrong and so contentious yeah. that it just. It's just a bit so of consistency, annoying. yeah. Like, you need to play perfect. If we had kept Cochran in the park, we still might not have won. But it does ruin the game. I know that shouldn't be a reason not to send someone off, but I think in those moments you can watch it and you can go, Am I, is anyone going to speak about this after the game if I only give a yellow? Is it's anyone not... going to pull this up and say that I made the wrong decision? Wait, I, I think Nick Walsh's initial decision was absolutely correct. You know, it's yeah. a bit of a coming together... And uh, yeah, a yellow card is probably. I mean, you could probably make an argument that's harsh as even as a yelly, but I, I think he made the right decision and nobody was seemed first. Celtic players were all ready to get on with it. Everyone in the studio, all the other fans were just like, I think. I totally agree. The f- like, I, I'm not opposed to VAR, but VAR has no right getting involved in that situation whatsoever. I understand it. By the letter of the law, you can make the argument that's a goal-scoring opportunity. Cochrane's taken him out, red card, right? But isn't VAR only meant to address clear and obvious errors? Yeah. The debate has been going on for days now whether that's a red or a yellow. How is it a clear and obvious thing to interject with? We were told it wasn't going to re-referee games. Yeah, that's exactly. What, that's what annoys me about it, because it's, it's like, you know, have a bit of fucking backbone with your initial decision. Don't just sit there and listen yeah. to somebody else. You know, it's... Aye. Aye. Just, and yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of people slating VAR as well and it's it's the same old thing VAR is neither good nor bad it's the referees behind it the implication the implication the implementation yeah yeah agreed and we said this as well like I still very much the same I've no real issue with VAR but the people that run it the people that use it the people that implement the rules of it are all just fucktards man <laughs> just <laughs> fucking idiots man like I said really call them it's just what you get. If he's known the pitch, he's somehow still managing to fuck us over. Yeah, exactly. It's frustrating because you can put in that much work and that much effort and 
it's such a simple, simple error. And that's kind of the game gone. And they really pushed on for a wee bit then. I think we started well the second half, but it's just really simple. And as soon as Celtic scored, you thought, oh, fuck. And to be fair, the Celtic fans were absolutely silent up until that point as well. Yeah, that's what the atmosphere, well, from what I heard, the atmosphere was amazing. Um, it was class, yeah. And Celtic were barely in it. There's, I think I was looking at the stats earlier and it was like, I think they had three shots on target the whole game. We contained them very, very well and it's it's one of, it's just a fucking, the first goal anyway. And it's just a yeah. typical Celtic goal. There is nothing yeah. like a Celtic game to get everyone right and angry. <laughs> I was fucking... <laughs> but I'm not upset. Like I feel like if we could come away for losing that game two 0 and you could be fuming about it, you've That's got to try and take the positives. I. It's like you you look back to the Scottish Cup game and it was just pathetic. Aye, it, it's this again completely different now, and you yeah. sort of come away thinking, are we bit you thinking we probably could have won that? Like, yeah, that was a again. great chance. Aye, but you've got to be perfect. Aye. And I, yeah. I, I don't think Celtic were firing all cylinders. And again, that's sort of, you know, you you need to land on that when they're not. Yeah. And I, again, I think a lot of that was down to us as well. Our defence were, were really, really good. Contained some fucking million pound players up there. So, you know, fair play to them. But you're always, like, 10 minutes, it's always going to be. There's only one outcome, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. And if I was a, a team outside the old firm watching that, come, having to play Hearts, especially at Tynecastle, I'd be thinking, I didn't want that team turning up. If that team turns up, we can be in trouble. Yeah, exactly. But just about moving forward and keeping it consistent and keeping that thing up. One thing I did notice was we were just a bit naive around our own box. So when Celtic were ever under pressure around their own box, they would just pass it to Joe Hart and boot it. Or they'd wait for someone to come in get a bit of contact from behind and just fall over. There was moments where we were being pressed around our own box. We were feeling that contact from behind. And if you just go down, it's we hate seeing it, but if you just go down, the ref's going to give you the free kick. Aye, exactly. It's really, really, aye. It's really, 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 really annoying when your team's getting it done to you. But against Celtic, you have to just play these stupid games. You have to be a bit smarter. I want to say a bit more professional because that's what it is. It's like the professionalism and the understanding of the flow of the game. And if I just take a fill here, I can reset, we can clear, we can get rid of this pressure. And there was a few moments where I was thinking, just go down, just take that contact and go down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And or, or, it's like, it's just playing a bit smarter. You're playing by the rules. It's yeah, how it is. And, and there was something that was brought up and I don't know if he's seen it as well. Just on the highlights, but the two goals, both the goals, in the first phase of play, the goal scorer was in an offside position. Yeah, so, they love doing that. So they'll put Keo maybe like ten yards offside. They'll play ah. it down the side to someone else, and then by the time he's cutting it back, Keo's wide open, but he's now one side. Aye, and it's, again, it's yeah. annoying. It's yeah. <laughs> annoying. Yeah, but it's, it's within the rules, and you know, you maybe need to be a bit smarter to that because, like I say, it's a fucking just a typical Celtic goal. Uh, yeah, they they do score a lot of the same goal, um, but I I'm I'm not unhappy about the result. It was good hearing Celtic actually sing a Celtic song about an hour in. Before that, it was all about other things. 
just so boring, man. People around me were absolutely fuming. I thought you were going to sing this. Why do you even let them in? And then two seconds later, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, aye, fair enough. The fairy tale continues for them, though. No? And that's the headline, it. isn't it? Ange is just unbelievable. How he's managed to... I was listening to the... I think it was BBC after the, the game. I usually listen to that as I'm walking back up the road just to hear what folk are saying. And um, they were saying... It was Chris Sutton. Oh, when when Ange came in and took over this club, <laughs> they, they were second to Rangers. They were falling apart. They had a huge overhaul. And I just thought... What the fuck are you smoking, man? Like it's like going into football manager and putting in a cheat that gives you like unlimited money and playing in the Scottish League. It's really no that hard a job. Ah, you can't be like Ronnie Dyler. <laughs> but as long as you're no an idiot, you're gonna win most trophies most seasons. <laughs> he's an absolute miracle worker. He's taken a down and out club and brought them to the top. And he's discovered Japan as well at the same time. Unbelievable. <laughs> It's the old, yeah. They all laughed at Christopher Columbus when he said the world was round. They all laughed at Big Ange when he said he was Australian, but he's sure shown us. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie Dial was fucking awful, yet still won two leagues. Exactly. <laughs> they, they, it's like the pin-up of how bad you can be at Celtic. Aye. And he won two fucking league titles. Oh, man. Do you have any more comments on, on the Celtic game? No, just just... Uh, fake corruption, really? <laughs> You know, yeah. like I, this this was my thought, and it's probably really stupid, but I'm gonna go with it anyway. Good, 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 good. <laughs> Do you not think for the image of the SFA in the league, it was better for Celtic to win it at Hearts than have a bloodbath in Glasgow and then win it through there? I just I'm just the the, the fact that we were we were pumping them at the point that he got sent off and it was it didn't need to be looked at. I'm just suspicious of the fact. Oh, Paddy. The tinfoil hat. <laughs> that, that happened. And just for the image image of the league, they wouldn't want Celtic to win it, will lose against us and then win it against Rangers. And it would, it would have been a bloodbath through in Glasgow, making the league look really bad. I think mm-hmm. you're giving the SFA referees far too much credit. Yeah. Like They have the ability to sort of... Yeah. Do anything that everyone when they go, you are at it. Yeah, this is this is true. They don't have enough grey matter between them to really think Aye. like that. I, I sooner think I... it's incompetence. Yeah, like you've seen these decisions every single season. It just you know, when they say, Oh oh, to be fair, we did get a bit of a, a let off when they didn't get the handball for Michael Smith at the start of the season, but that game was fucking wild though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the first VAR game, wasn't it? So yeah, um, it was just I don't I don't know. Yeah, Paddy, I think these things just happen. I, I do think it is pretty coincidental. Remember, there's no Celtic fans getting into Ibrox as well. So yeah, uh, but I, nah. yeah, that's another thing. Far too many Celtic fans getting into Tynecastle. Well, I seen a couple being thrown out, and it was very angry. And I have to admit, I wasn't fuming. <laughs> I wasn't fuming the, the security did take a long time to chuck out a guy they were sooner protecting the guy than just chucking him out they had like a, five police officers around the guy and like no one near him And but they were huckling like hundreds of Hearts fans and I thought why don't you just chuck out the guy who's wearing the Celtic top 
I, I think it's fuck about and find out. Aye, exactly. exactly. Yeah, obviously I'm not promoting that we should assault folk. And like I said last week, seek a steward and politely ask him to leave. Don't punch the fuck at him. <laughs> That's my advice. But actually, <laughs> if you're a Celtic fan and you buy a ticket in the heart end, you can't even complain when you're in danger. <laughs> would, yeah. would I buy a ticket for the Celtic end? Would I fuck? Exactly. And life? if if you did and you were like, here, I got battered at Celtic Parks and in the, the Celtic end, I'd be like, what did you fucking expect? <laughs> Aye, <okay. laughs> yeah. <sighs> just real, just really badly organised um, by the stewards there, but cool. Let's move on to next week where our only three o'clock Saturday kickoff will happen away from home. Um, for the rest of the season. That is a way to St Mirren. we just seen Hibs pick up three points. Was that at Easter Road, though? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got the task of going away to Paisley. I'm not really sure how I feel about this game. You don't want to get your hopes up too much, but like I said, if we turn up like we did against um, Ross County and then against Celtic, I really think we can put the pressure on them and, and get a result here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, St Mirren has been a bogey ground for us to go to, but we're a better team than them and should be beating them. Simple as that. Yeah, I, I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. If there's a belief that we are the better team, we are the better team. We should be going there and we should be winning. You've yeah. lost the last three. Uh on a bit <clears> of a downward spiral. The last three points, uh, funnily enough, came against us. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, they are. You know, they've lost to Rangers, uh, Kelly, and Hibs. So, yeah, the last game of Nielsen's career at Hearts was the loss to Saint Mirren. Yeah. So this is a, this is a real barometer, I suppose. Then of of the differences. I mean, you can't compare and do football maths, but it is nice to sort of play them so soon after getting beat off them and making overhauls, and it would be a real. It would be a real sort of like um, confirmation that we made the right decision if we do pick up three points. Yeah. And I think we need to. Oh, 100%. Definitely, yeah. We want to come into it and uh, buy a sell. But yeah, I think the the way that the fixtures are sort of falling around us, that this is a a really, they're all massive games, obviously. But I think if things don't go away this week, that's the nail in the coffin. Yeah. I think. Who have Aberdeen got this week? Is it Hibs? Yeah, Aberdeen actually... play Hibs. Yeah. yeah. So we actually need Hibs to beat them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Aberdeen... let's let's not look at the results if Hibs do pick up three points and we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> let's not think about that. <laughs> because then it really is... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Aye, like, we're all getting like really... Depressed about not getting guaranteed group stage football to go into. We're not even getting any year. <laughs> We're going to be playing group stage fucking League Cup football in July for the season, which is nah. really soon. By the way, see if we. It, I mean, I don't like it. Not. I think we will finish sixth. But if we do, uh, we yeah, won't finish sixth. No. No, you said I think we will finish sixth. No, I, th- I don't think we will finish sixth. Um. If, if we do, if we did, if shit just hit the fan, I was looking at the dates and it, it is, it's like the start of July. 
And I'm sitting here going, we need to get a manager in. If we're not going to stick with Naismith, then we, our season starts in July. That is a very quick turnaround, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yep. I think European football is the end of July, so it's not exactly a big difference, but yeah. You want them to get a pre-season. Yeah, ah, yeah, and we need realistic. You need somebody in as well to start thinking about contracts with players. You know, there's the likes of Haring and uh, some obviously Humphreys and, and things like that, where they would keep them on. So, ah, let's get somebody in sharpish to fucking even if it's like on a pre-contract. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I can't actually start work till the first of July. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> send them a laptop or something. You know. So. <laughs> I think it's going to be Naismith. I think they've already made the decision. Again, the performances, especially against Celtic, you know, I think he has to be in the conversation, but I'd like to keep him around even if we don't get the the manager's job. I think he's he's earned that right as well. Yeah, definitely. St Mirren are on a bit of a slide as well, so let's fucking get into them. Aye. The only team to beat Celtic, though, so better than us. <laughs> mental, eh? Oh, my God. Um, speaking of mental, Jammy. Is <laughs> Jammy? Jambo's kickback. <laughs> oh. Back away and don't talk a lot of shame. I have I have not been on kickback. I have been in the hills of Scotland, not even looking at uh, the. Right, I'll I'll have a quick look. We oh. should sign Cristiano Ronaldo. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> there was um. Actually, I'm just genuinely quickly having the year. Uh, there's Haymarket Bar closed due to fans fighting. VAR and politics is another thread. Uh, well, well done, Willie Collum. One. Uh, let's just look at the first page. Why not? Uh, take a bow, son. Won your beloved the title. Yeah, prick. As for Nick Walsh, yet another decision. This useless arsehole is needed. Yeah, um, another one says he's guest of honour at the Celtic Players Party. Um, why? A, ma- a massive congratulations, you cheating piece of shit. Oh. Actually, I actually can't post what I'm thinking. An absolute weasel of the highest order. Another West Coast official promoted based on where he comes from, not his actual competence. Ruined a great game because he, ca- he couldn't handle his team struggling and his unyielding need to be centre of attention. Oh. Zero integrity and an absolute shite house of a human being. So that's the general <laughs> gist of it at the moment. So I, I think you can understand why I'm uh, rather uh, <laughs> yeah sorry oh, was that, is... I can't post what I'm thinking and then he then posted what he was thinking exactly yeah <laughs> imagine how much worse it is in Fair his play. head <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wanting to bring up one more thing that I kind of forgot about um, Stephen Naismith's beautiful tackle stopping a Jota <laughs> counter attack I, mean, I didn't think. See, when Naismith left, I thought, oh, we'll always have those moments. Like, I'm standing above <laughs> Scott Brown's, like, scream. Is it Scott Brown? Uh, oh, it's the, no, it's the one that went to Aberdeen. What's his fear? Oh, oh like Johnny Hayes. That's Hayes. it. Standing over him, screaming at him. And that is just an iconic image. <laughs> well, he's fucking done it again. <laughs> <laughs> How can you shit house like that? The technical box. And to be fair, he never left the technical no, box. He didn't. I... <laughs> Josh, um, I, I think so. Agreed. 
<laughs> Fair play. Ragson, give him a contract. Fuck it, let me manage it. I know, just <laughs> shit like that's phenomenal. <laughs> not even a book and nothing. <laughs> there was a buy or sell for whether he would get red carded or not. So let's go have a look at what's happening there. And I was absolutely furious because obviously I bought that. Um, <laughs> knowing he's, he would still have a bit of thorn in him. Not, I didn't think he'd have that much, but there you go. Um, <laughs> it was... Uh, Funny old week for buy or sell because the results for all four were sells. Um, so I guess if you were fairly negative, Simon, you done very well this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone sort of done all right, uh, apart from you, Paddy. Oh, uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> you and Twitter got one each. Oh my um, god, that made me top. Instagram. Uh, Cameron, myself, and Jav got two, and Simon, you got three. You only lost out on a goal from a free kick for either side. Um, I thought we would definitely concede one. I know. Um, but the, the, to be fair, technically, the ball was in the net after a free kick, after the sending off, but it was offside. But shit happened. So, yeah, um, Simon, you did do well uh, that week, which I did have a look at the current standards. I did do my tools. Bringing up the rear is Jarvie, 56. Oh. Paddy, you're on 58. Myself on 61. Cameron on 64. Instagram are on 66. And up top, joint top, oh. is Simon on Twitter on 71. Like, five points clear. You can't lose it now. You're like Celtic. Not there. What's the prize so, for this again? Lifetime supply of Jaffa cakes or something like that? Hey, Cameron uh, buys everyone some sort of biscuit, I think, was the uh, I think the, the over 1,500 Twitter followers are still about 1,500 <laughs> waiting on their, their presence for last season, I think. Well, yeah. uh, if you're not following us on Twitter, you should, because we'll post Cameron's address, <laughs> and you can go around and find find them and get those biscuits. You can also get quality content there. We're no much on social media, but this is where the real part is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the unprepared stuff, the, the, the stuff we've not actually proofread. <laughs> Just on that point, I'd done this about five minutes before we started. Uh, <laughs> poor Cameron and on holiday in Turkey getting his teeth done or something or whatever he is, texted me earlier asking if he wanted to do the lines. I said, don't worry, mate. You enjoy your holiday. I'm all over it. Completely I... forgot about it. Oh. Um, but I have four lines for this weekend. Um, oh. I love I... a line at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good um, tap out <laughs> um, right here we go Hearts v St Mirren 3 o'clock Saturday uh, the qu first question is Hearts to be within 2 points of Aberdeen by Sunday uh, so for that to happen obviously we need to win and Hibs need to beat Aberdeen uh, just for your knowledge as well it's at Aberdeen bye I'm going Oof. to sell it. I think Aberdeen and Hibs might draw, but I, I don't know if I want to buy a Hibs win as well. Up in, <laughs> up in Aberdeen's difficult. I'm, I'm buying a Hearts win, and whatever happens in Aberdeen happens in Aberdeen. But even if we win, Paddy, we might not be two points behind them. <laughs> uh, no, you're, you're locked in, Paddy, with me as well. <laughs> and Jarvie and Cameron, because they're not here. We're all buying it because we are so... Optimistic. 
Um, right, next one. We've played St Mirren three times this year with the results going 1-1, 1-0 and 2-0. So are we finally going to break the over 2.5 goals in this game? I buy a hat trick. Remember, we scored six goals against Ross County, so... And we pretty much almost scored like two against Celtic, and that counts as actually <laughs> scoring six against Ross County. I agree. <laughs> so I'll buy it. Yes. Buys across the board. Come on, the hearts. That was also like over 2.5 goals for both teams combined, just in case we get pumped. So well done. Um, now, <laughs> the over possession wise, I put the line at 67% now. Again, for reference, the last three games have been 65, 68, and the first game, which was a draw, we had 74%, but that was Robbie Nielsen's possession-based football, albeit against Ross County, I think it was about 64, 65 as well. So we're still keeping possession, but will we have over 67%? Uh, I'll buy that, I Still. Bye. Sell for Paddy. I'm also going to sell just to mix it up a bit. Uh, I think I think we're going to batter them. Oh, the hat trick, but we're playing on the counter attack. <laughs> Here, hasty <laughs> hey, bastard. Um, now something that Mister Naismith talked about quite a bit before he didn't do it was about bringing youngsters into the team. Now at the weekend, their Macaulay tape was on the bench, so. Will we have more than one youngster making the bench? Now, remember, Cochrane is going to be suspended. I think he's got two game suspensions now. Oda picked up a knock. Is there another space there for possibly a McLock? Are we are we appealing that though? Can we appeal it in time for the game on Saturday? Well, and that no, the SFA doesn't work that quickly. What am I talking about? Unless it's Celtic. Unless it's Celtic. Uh, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy it. I think there might be. One or two on the bench here. Yeah. I'm just being positive. I feel really good today, you know. Bank holiday. <laughs> it's been a good day. Prince Charles is king. Set like our <laughs> champions. Both harbour pedos. <laughs> That's factually correct. So yeah, it is, yeah. Um <laughs> all right, so buys across the board for more than one youngster make the bench. That's good. Come on, Mick Lucky. Uh, that's by yourself, and it will be me again next week because I think he's away getting his toenails done or something next week. Uh, yeah. It's turkey for two weeks for him. Oh, right. and toenails. <laughs> A package deal. <laughs> <laughs> he does He does like to save the pennies, does our camera. Is that because he's, he's starting a OnlyFans feet pick thing? I, I think so. Hobbit <laughs> <Call it> feet. <laughs> There's a market there. Right. <laughs> and as my cat tries to scaran my kebab, I think we should call it a night. <laughs> Thank you very much for today. It was it was good. I was thinking maybe after a two loss, losses might be a bit more negative, but I feel like you are positive with me that that was a good day. I've got a wee tan as well. I've got a wee wrist tan around where my watch was. <laughs> Just an overall good day. A good <laughs> amount of hate. You were hoping, you had like hope for like most of the game, what more can you want? Exactly. exactly. So, like I said earlier, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast. There's an email, 
my arse if I fucking remember it. <laughs> okay. But if you want to email, you can. Um, just have a good week and come on the fucking hertz. Bye. <laughs>